Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Karen. And we are Fridays Forever. Thanks for joining us. Well, guess what? Don't have Karen with me on this podcast, but we're going to talk about some really neat things about the Smoky Mountains, the Great Smoky Mountains. We're going to be looking at the top 10 things to know about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park before you go. We're also going to be looking at the top six Smoky Mountain hiking trails with these incredible waterfalls. Then we're going to look at six facts you should know about black bears in the Smoky Mountains. And then the top three things to do in the Smoky Mountains National Park for kids. So if you have children, this would be a good one for you to uh, listen in. And before we jump in, let me just remind you that um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fridays Forever and the number one. On Instagram, you can follow us at Fridays Forever and the number two. And of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. And we would love to have you join us and our community on any of those places as we talk about our adventures that we take. Hey, you know, before we jump in, did you realize that this year the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is celebrating its 86th birthday? That's right, 86 years. That's amazing. So let's just wish the Great Smoky Mountains National Park a very happy 86th birthday. So... 86 years since these beautiful Smoky Mountains have been established as a a national park. And you know, the government approved the creation of a national park in 1926, but it wasn't until, I think, in the middle of June in 1934 that the Great Smoky Mountains National Park was officially established. So to celebrate the park's birthday, I wanted to share some of the favorite things uh, about the park with you really quick before we jump into these other things. The, the first thing I would say is this. Did you realize that it's the most visited national park in the United States? Yeah, that that's true. You know, each year, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park shatters visitation records. Even in 2019, the park had 12,547,743 visitors. That's hard to believe. And part of the reason why so many people come to visit was because of the new section of the Foothills Parkway that's called the Missing Link. And Karen and I put up um, a trip that we took to the Missing Link just a few months ago that you can find on Fridays Forever on YouTube if you'd like to check that out. But more than one million visitors came to experience this drive in 2019 alone, whether it's for the beautiful scenery as you drive or the hiking trails and the wildlife and Visitors, they just seem to come back to the park year after year after year. Here's another thing about the the Great Smoky Mountain National Park as they celebrate. Did you realize it's free? That's one of my favorite parts about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is that it's completely free to enter. That means that everyone can come and enjoy the beauty of the Smoky Mountains. Here's something else. What about all the wildlife? I just love the wildlife in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And it's so diverse also. There are more than 65 species of mammals, over 200 varieties of birds, 67 native fish species, and more than 80 types of reptiles and amphibians. And one of the most popular animals in the park is, you guessed it, the black bear. And there are about 1,500 black bears 
They call the park home, and you can spot them on many of the trails, and we're going to be talking about them in just a few minutes. Here's something else about Great Smoky Mountain National Park. There's plenty of opportunities for you to just explore with you, yourself, your spouse, or your family. You know, one of the things that we love most about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is that there's plenty of opportunities that you can just go and literally spend all day in the mountains. I mean, you can journey through the Smokies on uh, by foot uh, in one of the many different hiking trails, whether it be Laurel Falls or Alum's Cave Trail, or you can go for a scenic drive, the sites, and just sit in your car and never have to get outside of your car. Karen and I recently went to several of these places, and you can find them, again, on our YouTube channel. They're just beautiful, and you really don't even have to get out of your vehicle if you don't want to. Let's move on. Hey, the top 10 things to know about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park before you go, we talked about this already. There's no entrance fee. That's huge. Uh, Here's something else. It's the most visited national park in the country. We talked about that. Did you realize that there are 2,900 miles of streams in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, all of which visitors are allowed to fish in, and about 20% of the park streams are large enough to support trout populations. There are other things that you can do also around those streams. It's like tubing and kayaking, so many things. Here's something else. There are more than 850 miles of hiking trails. If you're a hiker, this is the place to be. You know, one of the best things to do at the park is to go hiking. And then of these 850 miles of hiking trails that you can just go and explore. Some, you can even take your children. Some are light, easy to travel. Some are moderate and some are difficult. So you'll want to make sure and read up on all of those before you go. They just range from different difficulty. So, You have waterfalls, you have all kinds of wildflowers, all kinds of animals as you go on these trails. Here's something else. It's the most biodiverse park in the national park system. You know, more than 19,000 species have been documented in the park, and scientists believe that an additional 80,000 to 100,000 may live there. There are more than... 1,600 species of flowering plants, including 100 native tree species and more than 100 native shrub species. Also, I would say it's the salamander capital of the world. (laughs) Think about that. There are 30 different species of salamanders throughout the park, so you're definitely going to see one. Something else about it, it's, it's rich in history. That's something you need to know. It is. I mean, not only are there mountains among the oldest in the world, but the National Park has a story of its own to tell. You know, the first white settlers reached the mountains in the late 1700s and forced out the Cherokee Indians who lived there. And when the Great Smoky Mountains National Park was established in 1934, more than 1,200 landowners had to leave their land behind, including farm buildings, mills, schools, and churches, and more And 70 of these structures are being preserved inside of the park. Something else to know about Great Smoky Mountains National Park is Cades Cove is the most visited spot in the park. And you'll find out if you go at a certain time of the year because it'll take you quite a while to get through there. But boy, is it beautiful. 
depending on what time of year you go. Like I said, traffic can be pretty heavy, so you want to make sure and plan your visit. Also, right now, I know that they're closing uh, to all car traffic on Wednesdays as of 2020 and June of 2020. But there's abundance of white-tailed deer, black bears, and more. So to tour Cades Cove, you can drive along Cades Cove Loop Road on an 11-mile one-way loop that circles the cove and allows you the opportunity to sightsee from your vehicle. So in addition to wildlife, you'll see this gorgeous scenery and a wide variety of historic buildings like churches and a working grist mill. There are so many things to see. Something else about you need to know about the Great Smoky Mountains is 550 miles of the park's hiking trails are open to horses. Believe it or not, if you like to horseback, that's something for you to think about. And one of my favorite things is this, and the final, I would say, among many more that we could mention, temperatures are never above 80 degrees. Now, isn't that great to know? That's one of the nicest things to know, I think, that that temperature is never going to reach above 80 degrees in the higher elevations, that is. So even on hot summer days, the mountains stay fairly cool, and temperatures can vary 10 to 20 degrees from the base of the mountain to the top. So the higher you are in the elevation, the cooler that it's going to get. So there you go. There's some top things to know about the Great Smoky Mountains. Now, let's jump to this. Let's look at the top six Smoky Mountain hiking trails with these incredible waterfalls. Number one, one of the most popular, if not, it is Laurel Falls. It's one of the most popular in, in the park, and the Smoky Mountain Hiking Trail, it's paved, and it, so it makes it easier than the other trails that have rocks and roots that can be more difficult to travel. And this is a great trail for people who aren't avid hikers, and the round trip length is 2.6 miles. Now, in the spring, you'll see wildflowers along the trail, and once you reach the top, you'll see the 80-foot-tall waterfall, and water just gushes over two tiers creating an upper section and a lower section. Here's another trail, the Spruce Flats Falls. It is technically not on the official Great Smoky Mountains National Park map, but plenty of people hike to it nonetheless. And this trail is considered moderate with a round-trip length of 1.8 miles round trip. And one of the junctions in the trail, the trail turns very steep, which is what makes it moderate, then you will descend toward the falls. And there are quite a few tiers, and the waterfall stands at, I think, somewhere around 30 feet. Another popular waterfall is Grotto Falls, G-R-O-T-T-O Falls. And it is considered moderate at 2.6 miles round trip, and you'll see a lot of wildflowers along this trip, especially in the spring. And once you get to the falls, you'll see why so many people love to hike there. It stands at 25 feet tall and is one of the only falls in the park that you can walk behind and get some really neat pictures. The next one on the list is Baskins Creek Falls. It is three miles round trip and is considered moderate. You'll have views of the mountains along the first portion of the trail, and then the second half you will ascend to get to the falls. And this makes hiking back even harder because it will mostly be uphill. But Baskins Falls is 40 feet tall and has two tiers where water rushes over the rocks. The next waterfall is Rainbow Falls. Rainbow Falls. 
Now, this trail is considered hard and has a round trip length of 5.4 miles. But this 80-foot-tall waterfall is unique because it's the tallest single-drop waterfall in the Smokies. And it also gets its name from the rainbow created by the mist in the afternoon sun, which is a good time to be there. The next waterfall is Ramsey's Cascades. Ramsey Cascades, the largest waterfall in the Great Smoky Mountains. It's one of the hardest waterfalls to get to also because there is a great climb to get there. And it's an eight-mile round trip. Uh, but when you get to the Cascades, you will find the hike is worth it because the waterfall is 100 feet tall and just water just gushes over the multiple tiers in the rocks. Now, as you're hiking and as you're driving through one of the motor trails that you can do inside your vehicles or whether you're on foot or on bicycle, I think there's something you need to know about the black bears. Many people say, well, that's why I want to go. I want to see a black bear. You know, six facts that you should know about black bears in the Smoky Mountains. Let's just run through those pretty quick. 1,000. In the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, biologists estimate there are about 1,500 black bears. So at this number, this creates a population density of two bears per square mile. And they can live at any elevation in the park. So you could see them near cabins in the woods or as you hike to the summit of Mount LeConte. The second thing would be this. Approaching within... 150 feet or 50 yards is illegal. You cannot approach bears in the state park any closer than this. So they say you should use binoculars, cameras for spotting or a spotting scope to look at the bears up close instead of trying to get physically near them because keeping your distance prevents the bears from becoming really disturbed and keeps you and the bears safe. Hey, there's, here's something else. Did you know that black bears are omnivores? Many people think black bears in the Smoky Mountains are carnivores, but they're actually omnivores. About 85% of their diet is berries, plants, and nuts. And for protein, black bears will eat a lot of insects. Another fact is they double their weight by fall. Now, we all know the bears hibernate in the winter, but before their hibernation, they can double their body weight. More black bears can weigh about 200 to 100 pounds with the males weighing as high as 250 pounds and the females around 100 pounds. Now, the record weight for a black bear is up to 600 pounds. Can you imagine seeing a 600-pound bear as you're hiking? That would, that would get your attention, right? And bears eat extra to double their weight by the fall since they sleep so many months and they're not going to have that food until they wake up. Here's another fact about black bears. Everyone wants to know where you're, where you are likely to see black bears in the Smoky Mountains. And while seeing these creatures is never guaranteed, there are places where you are more likely to see them than others. And Cades Cove or on the trails is the place you're most likely to see black bears. And you can drive along the loop in Cades Cove and see them passing through the fields or even see them near the historic buildings, or along the creek. And if you love to hike, you might even see one on the trails. And then lastly, 
Did you realize that not all black bears are black? You probably don't know that. I didn't know that. Some are. Most are. But you will find in other regions that black bears can be brown or even cinnamon. And you may notice some brown fur around the black fur also. So there's some facts about the black bears of the Great Smoky Mountains. Now, we wanted to finish off the podcast today with this. The top three things to do in the Smoky Mountains National Park for your children. Did you realize that they can become a junior ranger? Maybe your children's dream to be a, a ranger one day. And you can make that a reality with the Junior Ranger Program at the Smoky Mountains National Park. Kids who are between the ages of 5 and 12 can participate in, participate in the program by picking up a Junior Ranger booklet for a nominal fee at any of the Smoky Mountain National Park Visitor Centers or at the Cades Cove or Elkmont Campgrounds. And once your child completes all the activities in the booklet, you can stop back by the Visitor Center to talk to a ranger, and they will receive their Junior Ranger badge. How cool is that? So they can become a Junior Ranger. Here's something else your children could do, and you want to make sure you do with them, is explore the Sugarlands Visitor Center, which is just outside of Gatlinburg, a few miles on the right if you're going toward the mountains. That's one of the great things to do, and you want to make sure that you visit there because in the visitor center, uh, actually all of them throughout the park, you can find the park maps and ranger information, the facilities. Um, it's especially interesting for kids, I would say, because the center offers free admission to a 20-minute film about the park, as well as extensive natural history exhibits that your children will find intriguing. The Sugarlands Visitor Center is also a perfect starting point for several kid-friendly hikes, including the Gatlinburg Trail, Cataract Falls Trail, and the Fighting Creek Trail. It's a nature trail. And there are plenty of other great family hikes th throughout the Great Smoky Mountains Park, too. Now, the third thing with your children is this. Go for a bike ride. Go for a bike ride through Cades Cove. If you love, if your family loves to ride bikes, Riding your bike through Cade Cove would be a great way to spend the day. The loop is 11 miles, like I said earlier in the podcast, and it's a one-way road that provides a wonderful opportunity for wildlife viewing and touring the 19th century home sites, including a working grist mill. And while you enjoy biking on this road at any time of the year, the best time to take kids for a bike ride is from early May to late September when the loop road is closed to motor vehicle traffic on Wednesdays and Saturday mornings until 10 a.m. So keep in mind that the state of Tennessee requires that children actually ages 16 and under wear a helmet while riding their bike in the park. There you go. That's the podcast today from Fridays Forever. We take a lot of these adventures and we can't wait to share all of them with you through our podcast and also through our other social media outlets. That's Fridays Forever 1 on Twitter, Instagram, Fridays Forever 2, YouTube, just Fridays Forever. See you.